Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I am one of your hosts, Kirk Smith, and here as always, my co-host and friend. Graham K. Great to be back. Great to hear your lovely voice, Kirk. Great to be your co-host. And great to be on this lovely pod. Po- what's it called? Autastic. That's what I was going to call it. Podcasting. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Podcasting. Autastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been in the Grams on the high seas. That's right. I'm in Jamaica. Go ahead, Grams. I'm in Jamaica. I'm on the I'm uh, I spent all day on the beach, you know, it's been it's been it's rough. It's a rough life, you know, but uh, somebody's got to do it, Graham. Somebody. <laughs> I think I'm the most important person on this ship. There's about uh, 9000 people on this ship. <laughs> and if it weren't for me, I don't know how the engine would run. I don't know how people get fed. Uh, it's a big deal. I'm a big deal. So, Graham K, taking care of the jokes and the toilets, everybody. If you learned anything, that's what he's saying, basically. He uh, <laughs> runs everything me? on that ship. Oh. <laughs> Kirk, I am just... contractually obliged to do clean comedy, okay, on this ship. Love so, it. So, no potty humor, please. <laughs> you know, we have we have a we have a fan. We have this is a family show. A lot of little kids in the show last night. No, no kids. A lot of old people. A lot nice. of uh, a lot of people over seventy. <laughs> over seventy. Wow. That's my that's my demo. <laughs> Cruise comedy is like is trying to make. Um, People who are 20 years old who are on a cruise with their parents and people who are 90 years old on a crew with their grand on a cruise with their grandkids laugh at the same stuff. It's very difficult. It's to tough. Make those two That's groups tough. laugh. You got to be a real pro, you know, get the type of pro that has the biggest podcast about autism in the world. You know what I mean? That's that's what the showbiz wants. They want podcasts about autism. They want they want people like us. So, pretty good stuff. Graham K killing it on the podcast and on the high seas. I like it. I like it. How are you doing, man? I haven't uh, talked to you in a while. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been a little busy. I've been trying to work a little bit. We're just uh, two busy guys. I started uh, playing baseball with a mutual friend of ours named Andy. You know Andy, uh, a comic, and uh, he's getting Never ready heard for of a little. Spring, a little tournament in Puerto Rico and uh, a little spring training. And so, uh, yeah, I've been helping him. We're doing a little BP, a little batting practice. It's been fun. It's been fun, Graham. I think you'd enjoy it. Rumors are you bring the heat. We, they had a little they have a little radar gun set up at this thing, and uh, I touched 80, buddy. I touched it. <laughs> that, so, that's pretty impressive. That's a real pitch. Not not bad. I mean, you know, that's like the absolute low end of a of a of a, a pro guy, but and that's my absolute yes. all out uh, sweating throw. But uh, it's a knuckleball my defense, in the big leagues. Yeah, my defense. I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> you certainly don't in life and in the batting cage. Uh, let me see. But so is it over the plate? At least are you somewhere around the yeah. plate? Is it a strike? Yeah, we've got a. Wow. They've got this rubber thing behind it. So if I hit that thing, we hear that sound. I hit it. So you know r- roughly where you're hitting. It's like you hear this big thunk. So if you hit that, that was a strike. So it's uh, it's been fun, man. Now now when I go up to bat, when I go up to bat, he's not throwing me heat. He's throwing me, you know, whatever. And so I'm just. That being said, I'm still 
hands. It pulls the skin right off your hands, man. Those, those wooden bats and that, yeah, I'm just not that kind of, uh, I don't have those kind of calluses. So, yeah, it pulls the skin right off my hands. So, my hands are pretty bloody today. So, there you go. Gross. Jeez. <laughs> Where's some gloves? I'm using gloves. That's with the gloves. Really? Yeah. So I always love I, I, I always like watching baseball like old school baseball players they just don't wear gloves they just play 160 games no gloves um, that is funny all calluses mm-hmm. uh, but all uh, calluses. you know I think the, I think one of the reasons why you're a good pitcher is because you're a bigger dude and uh, that's so is your son which is a little foreshadowing to our in the news. That is a little foreshadowing, yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. well, let's not uh, yeah. let's not tip our hands too soon, but uh, it has to do with no. nerve cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nerve uh, cells. Speaking of uh, young men with autism, how's Pete like, doing not this tip week? Or, it'd be funny if we say like, let's not tip our hand too much, and then we just slowly keep after every just reveal the article, <laughs> start reading the article, <laughs> and after every paragraph, read we, one sentence at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's coming up on Autastic, the comedian's guide to autism. Uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna read an article about nerve cells and this and size. Yeah, say, of, sp- uh, speaking of big kids with autism, how's your brother Peter doing? My brother Peter, another big kid uh, who has autism. He is doing very well. I was home for the holidays, and we were a little scared. Uh, we had a little scare with him because. Well, we, you know, he, we don't know what he's up to sometimes. He lives on his own, and we want to give him his space. He's an adult. He deserves his space. You know, he, like anybody else, he's got human normal. 33? Hu- 33. He's got normal yeah. normal human wants and needs in terms of boundaries. He wants some independence, so we try and respect that. Um but you're always scared that someone's going to try and take advantage of him or something. But so it's tough to find that balance. And uh, one day he was, you know, I was home for the holidays, so he was over. I'm staying at my parents, and so he was, uh, even though he lives alone, was staying over a lot. You know, during the day he'd come and hang out during the day to, you know, so we could all be together. And I walk into my dad's office. Peter's on the computer. That's where he likes to. That's his sort of little. Um, alone space at the at my parents' house is my dad's office. There's a computer. He watch. He goes there, watches YouTube videos of He-Man, Looney Tunes, whatever. And he, um, I walk in and he's usually like, "Graham, come here, watch this." He loves me. He just like he loves when we watch cartoons together on that computer. And um, and I just have to watch for like for like forty five minutes cartoons <laughs> or bl- l- light lightsaber battles mashed together uh on youtube from star wars and you're like okay so i walk in and i'm expecting to be like graham come here and i'm, and I'm you know br- usually i go i can't you know and then he uh he's like graham right. can you get out please I'm, I'm doing something private and i go i go okay you know i want to i want to respect um i want to respect that he's doing something private i want to you know so I, I leave and i go okay he's allowed to have his own stuff he's allowed to have his own stuff I'm not going to cross that boundary, whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. And then the next day um, was my last day. Wow, and something I was private. Yeah, and the next day was my last day, and I was like, can you come over to mom's house? You know, when I ha- mom and dad's, when, let's hang out. Let's have lunch or something. And he's like, Graham, I, I really can't miss what I got to do tomorrow. I 
can't. I don't think I can make it. I'm like, what? He's like, well, you know, I got uh, my friend's coming over at three. He has a special. He's got like a, a volunteer that comes over and hangs out with him, and uh, supposed to help him with uh, learning new uh, things to cook and things like that, like a professional aid. And I'm right. like, okay, we'll come up before that. And he's like, Graham, I got a lot, lot of stuff to do in the morning, and I can't, I can't do it. And I'm like, what? He's like, it's Graham, it's, it's just, uh, don't worry about it. It's, it's my business. I'm like, okay, I don't want to bother you. Fine. He's allowed to wow, have his ominous. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but whatever. You know, he's a big boy. He's, and then the next day, that day that he can't hang out with me, my mother is like sitting down. She's like, can you call Peter? Um, he's not getting back to me. I missed his call, and he won't get back to me. And uh, I go, okay. <coughs> and she's like, while I'm calling, she's like, he's been doing something on Thursdays, and he won't tell us what it is. And uh, we've been every Thursday, or how's he doing it? I guess I, I that's what they say. And okay. so I'm, I'm like, okay. And so I call Peter. No answer. It rings and rings. There's no voicemail because he doesn't doesn't know how to set it up, and it's too much work for him to go to. He doesn't want voicemail. I'm like, whatever. So then I call back like immediately after because I figure maybe he didn't get to his phone on time. And now the phone is off. The phone is off. I'm like, okay, wow. that's a little freaky. And I my mom's starting to freak out. She calls the the. Uh, special needs volunteer or professional guy who was helping him with the, with the with the things like with the um, the new meal plans and he wouldn't get back to her and we're like what happened in the you know we what's going on my mother's like we just hope that no one's taking advantage of him not that the special this 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 volunteer guy is is taking advantage of Peter we don't think that it's just right. somebody on Thursdays you know and and um and then you know, it's just weird that his phone's off and he wouldn't get back to us and we just had to sleep on it. And my mom wasn't like, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to get your dad to drive over and check him out. Well, she, my mom was pretty good at being calm, but you could tell she was boiling underneath it all. Next right. day, sure enough, Peter's alive and fine. And my mom's like, can you ask him and try and get it out of him what he's been up to? And I call Peter. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, ah, Graham, it's my own thing. I'm like, well, hey, let me know. Just tell me. It'll be his brother's secret, okay? And I won't tell mom and dad. And he's like, okay. Ah, promise you won't tell. And I'm like, I promise I won't tell. He's <laughs> like, I was buying pants. <laughs> he, he doesn't want <laughs> mom and dad to know that he's spending money on pants. I guess he needed new pants. I don't know what he's doing every Thursday, but that day he was buying pants. So... What were you doing last Thursday? Buying a shirt. Okay, a I shirt. see what's happening here. <laughs> okay, because he hasn't been working because his shoulder is hurt. And he, right, the, the canoe in accident, the infamous canoe incident. Yeah, he fell over holding a canoe. A very Canadian injury, and um, it's why he's been out of work, and so he hasn't had as much money. And I think he's he's right, like, of course. You know. uh, so, you know. Well, Big the the stuff. mystery of the the traveling pants is solved. He's traveling yeah. and he's buying pants. Buying pants. <laughs> Little scamp. Uh, pants is like not British pants, right? Where it's like underpants. This is like like pants, like slacks, right? Or trousers. Why do I need to clarify what pants are? 
Well, I don't know if in Canada maybe his pants was like you know the British say pants they actually mean underpants. No idea. What they call slacks pants, slacks p- pants or yeah, slacks. Yeah. So I didn't know if in Canada they also said that like the British do. All right. Sorry, oh, I got us off top- topic. Sorry, I was talking about windscreens. What? It's a little joke. Uh, that's what they call windshields. <laughs> wind oh screens. yeah. Pylons, traffic pylons. That's the other thing you guys say. Yeah, traffic we say pylons. pylons. In hockey, what's if that? If you're not, if you're in hockey, if you're not a good skater, we call you a pylon. Right, and we call it a traffic cone. Anyway, you learn, if you learn nothing on this podcast, now you know what they call traffic cones in Canada. It's traffic pylons. We just call them pylons. No well, traffic, just pylon. I think pylon's oh, pylons. funnier as an insult. Just as funnier sounding word. Buddy, you're a it's pylon. A, a great insult. Mm-hmm. It's a great insult. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad he's okay. He's not being taken advantage of. He's not. Uh, uh, I was hoping. My fingers were crossed when I first heard the story that it was a little amorous uh, rendezvous that he had met somebody he was meeting for a lunch, a steamy little lunch at uh, at Tim Hortons or something. I don't know. With like a girl. Yeah, I thought that'd be great. I just pictured some creepy old man, but I would love it if it was a girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think my fantasy's better. <laughs> well, mine wasn't a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh, <laughs> fantasizing about my brother, by the way. <laughs> ah, fair problem? enough. Fight a nickel for every time you said that. Well, should we do a, <laughs> in the news? <laughs> well, do you have a week in review? Yeah. Uh, Tell us about okay. JJ. What's going on with JJ? You, are you guys still video conferencing? Uh, yeah, we're still doing the calls. We're trying to do those every day. It works out. A little less because he's, you know, gets a little complicated, but he's back in school. So everybody's excited. All the staff are excited that he's back in school. And uh, the, the long-term listeners know we really tried to, we're trying to work on his diet because he's, he's putting on a little weight, a little holiday weight because mm-hmm. his medicine, well, more, more than the holidays, I think it's because we changed his medicine and one of the side effects is weight gain. So we're trying to change his diet a little less Swedish. And a little more Sri Lankan. So we've introduced lentils, which when we video conference mm. yesterday, he was eating his uh, his evening snack of lentils and he eats them like he's in prison. Like he just he loves lentils. So he's just like shoveling them in as fast as he can. Amazing. <laughs> he loves lentils. So that's a that's a that's a positive that, you know, yeah, it's encouraging that we, we talked about the diet. We're switching up the diet. And uh, yeah, very encouraging. Those lentils. Yeah. He's, it's good it's that he cheap, likes a healthy thing. Yeah, he likes it. And it's going to help him go to the bathroom too, which, you know, bathroom issues are a common thing with kids with autism. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I will give an update, product update too. We uh, tried that, uh, I forget what it's called. I should have pulled it up before, but that, that helped the thing that you stand on, the step stool to go to the bathroom on. Squatty potty. And that, yes, the squatty potty really works for him. It does. So, yeah, he uses it. Yep. Get, you get, My get brother your legs has up a little no bit. problem. My brother has no problem going to the bathroom. My dad and I have issues, not to get not too much information, but Peter, I guess, I, 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 I don't know if it's because he's someone with autism or not, but the guy is like, you know, the guy goes like a lot every day. That's great. Is, That's great. I don't know if it's good or bad. But well, it's it's better than the alternative because sometimes we'll have issues where we have to 
you know, medicine or, you know, I mean, not to be too oh. graphic, but this is an autism podcast. But if not, yeah. you have to do suppositories, which is not fun. Parents and, have all uh, dealt with this. Or not suppositories, enemas, sorry. You got to oh, do yeah. something because so, you get compacted. So it's a common thing with kids with autism when they're younger, especially. So Didn't you used to put it in the VCR? Uh, they call it fecal smearing, which he did a, a lot when he was younger, where it's like, I feel like he, he would, he'd wipe it on the walls and I feel like maybe he would go realize he wasn't supposed to pick up the poop, put it somewhere. And then he realized it has on his hands and then try to wipe it off. Whatever's close by. Makes so, <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was that, that's one of the hardest parts of the whole thing. I think when you, Dad, you're having a regular I, afternoon and he's 10, yeah. and you walk in his room and there's poop literally everywhere. And uh, that that's the so rest of stressful. your afternoon is now going to be wiping off poop off everything and him. I and can't. He doesn't imagine. understand why you're upset. I'm working on this new joke what was that? where I'm working on this new joke where um, and it's it's true. I was like hanging out with my friends who all have kids now and I'm the last one to not have kids um, over the holidays. And they're just they all have these like kids under 10 and this it's just so much it just sounds so exhausting all day every day <laughs> and then on top of that your son was someone with who had autism it just sounds like too much work i i do want to have kids but i only think i could have kids if i knew in advance my wife and i were going to get a divorce because <laughs> i could why is that, I could do that weekends you? i could do weekends I could do weekends. There I could go. do halftime, but I would prefer weekends. It just seems like a lot That's of work. Funny. I don't think I don't think I have it in me. Listen, just, Graham, I have a lot of confidence in you. I'm positive you can find somebody who will leave you. I don't want to oh, overspeak. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> but I have I'm a good sure. track record of that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a great track record. Uh, I mean, that, that, that I'm positive. Uh, uh, I'm sure I can introduce you to somebody who will grow tired of you and leave you. Uh I know I could meet somebody like that. They would hate me in a few years for sure. Oh, absolutely. I know that. You're alone. We're both alone. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> this took a real dark turn, this episode. I don't know what happened in this one. It's funny. You got mad at me because I screwed up the time, and I got mad at you because you screwed up the time in the same podcast. So, you know, we're a match I screwed made up my life. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lid yeah. for every pot. Uh, I will mm -hmm. tell you this, guys, that uh, – if you, if you are a single mom out there doing it, we love you. You can do it. It does get better. I know that sounds trite, but... Uh, Why single mom? On, what about single both dads? There's single dads out there. Yeah, if you're a single dad and you've got them on the weekends... <laughs> just joking. No, if you're a single dad, too, I'm sure there's single dads. That's true. Single parents. Um, yeah, you can do it. And it does get better. It gets different. We haven't had... I would categorize JJ on the severe end. I've met probably hundreds of kids, people with autism, and JJ's still top one or two as far as severity. You know, unless wow. there's a complicating additional issue as far as like MS or something like that. But right. just as far as just the autism and epilepsy and those like few little common things. And and even JJ, he's getting better. He hasn't done the smearing in in a while we've had a few accidents you know uh per year but it's mostly just accidents not uh not the full-on uh art uh pollock uh expression on the wall that uh, doesn't right. really come out so i think it does well, get better i don't want this to be i don't want you to get guys to get to freak out i think like it does get better 
He's not pooping and smearing. It's going to get better. And, he, and he's communicating, and he's, like, typing stuff on the computer now. It's crazy. It's amazing. He is. Mostly he's typing, get me wet wipes. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, he is typing. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing. great. That's great. I yeah. got news about my, my brother's weight, since we're talking about weight. My brother has been struggling with his weight for the past 18 months, let's say. And um, a year ago, the doctor scolded him and told him to lose weight. And he lost, he had his annual checkup, and he lost 12 pounds this year. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Baby steps. Great, 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 great. 12 pounds is a lot. Well, should we do a, uh, 12 pounds is a lot. Because he's, he's trying to go for what, 30? Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably, pro- I don't think I'll ever get there. I think another... Another eight would be good. Yeah, it's about halfway. There. It's great. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, let's do in the news. Do the news? Yes. All right, we guys. We uh, grandma's on a boat this week, so I've, I feel like we've talked over each other a few times. I apologize. I've talked over a, a few times. Uh, thanks for bearing with us. We appreciate it. We just wanted to get something out to you this month. I know our travel schedule has been complicated. Yeah. That being said, in the news. This is in sciencenews.org, but it's also reprinted in The Scientist and half a dozen other places I saw it. Nerve cells from people with autism grow unusually big and fast. So as long-time listeners know, my son is a big boy, uh, just built like a little linebacker, and uh, I wouldn't mind he if looks- he was built more like an Ikea worker, but I love him as he is. What's that? He looks like my brother. He's like It's size-wise. They're very similar. Both yeah. big. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, like the big head, the big hands, the big just big joints, just a big kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So abnormal growth patterns might set the brain on a course to develop the disorder. Young nerve cells derived from people with autism are precarious, growing bigger and developing sooner than cells taken from people without autism, a new study shows. The research described in January 7th, Nature of Neuro sorry, Nature Neuroscience, hint that in some cases nerve cells veer off course early in brain development to early to ultimately cause the disorder as a proxy for brain growth researchers led by simon scaffer at the salix institute in la jolla california transformed skin cells from people with and without autism into stem cells that then were developed into nerve cells in the lab along the way the scientists monitored the cells growth and behavior genes and be, sorry, and behavior of their genes. Compared with cells derived from five people without autism, cells derived from eight people with autism grew bigger with longer and more elaborate branches, the researchers found. The three-dimensional balls called organoids, I think that's how you say that, made of the autism-derived cells were bulkier too. In addition to this physical development, a group of genes important for brain development switched on sooner. Trouble in the autism-derived cells, however, actually began a little bit earlier, just as the cells were on the cusp of becoming nerve cells. At the neural stem stage, certain spots of these cells' chromatin, tightly packed genetic material, were more open and accessible than they should have been, an unfolding that can lead to abnormally active genes. The results show that the open chromatin could have a major effects on the neural development, says neuroscientist David Amar of the University of Davis. It goes on, but it's interesting. It talks about basically these nerve cells open up slightly different. 
grow faster and the connections between them are more the different cells are more robust so it can be it can be a type of autism marked by enlarged brains interesting well there you go what do you think graham what do i think i think it's bs i think it's great i mean i don't know <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's interesting. I just, 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 I don't know what to make of these articles. I don't know how they're going to help us or you, the listener. But I guess the grand arc, the um, the macro look at it all, uh, is that science is getting closer to figuring out every day what causes this thing. And I think once we get closer to finding out what causes it, we'll get closer to f- treating it and... You know, I I just think it's, it's it's definitely interesting. I don't I don't it's my a lot of the people who have autism that I've encountered are larger people. I think Peter's head is a little bigger. I would say, but so is my dad. My dad's got a giant melon on him, um, so I don't know. <laughs> my dad can't well, wear snapback hats. He's just, he's just what was that? Little snaps just my dad's ca- my dad it, my, the two little snaps at the back of my dad's snapback hats just dangle there. So <laughs> I did want to say, guys, if it's not already clear, um, uh, autism is you know like just like historically there was the initial thing with autism was they thought it was from moms who were refrigerator moms who didn't show affection, and I know that myth has been dispelled largely through science. But I think sometimes as parents, we still put uh, uh, extra additional guilt on ourselves right. or uh, pressure or labels or, oh, if yeah. I was only, you know, we hear a story about so-and-so did this for their kid. And they're like, well, maybe I should have done that for my kid. Right. And so all the research points to there's something clearly distinct and different that's happening. And so don't saddle yourself with extra guilt or... Yeah. You know, oh, well, if I had only, you know, put him in a special PECS program at one and a half instead of two or whatever. You didn't know about the special well, PECS program at one and a half. Exactly. You know what PECS Love is your... now. Uh, look it up. Uh, it's 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 uh, important and uh, it's cool. PECS. Yeah. I was just going to say, just love yourself as much as you love your kid. Yeah. Give yourself the same grace you would extend to your child. Exactly. Uh, that's a much better summary than what I gave, Kirk. <laughs> well, we just come out from different points because I feel like yeah. I feel like a lot of guilt still about I could have done this for my son. I could have tried this. But you, you know what? You're doing the best you can. These are very complicated issues. I have a hard time understanding the articles, let alone doing the research. I can't do the research. so you can't even read people's I, names. <laughs> exactly. I, I glossed over two scientists' names, the Salk mm. Institute Schaefer, I think, was one of the guys. Yeah, I did my best. If it was Lopez, I would have been fine. Schaefer, I think. If you roll back the tape, you called him Schaefer. <laughs> Common name, no problem. Schaefer, but that's I fine. jumped over you one of the one of the neur- the neurologists was Rusty Gag, which sounds like a no. <laughs> sounds like a fake name to me. No, that, oh, that sounds like they they put in a landmine to throw off Kirk. G A G E, Gag Gage. I don't know. His name's Rusty Gag. Yeah, Gage. How he is Gage? the he's the co-author and uh, neuroscientist at the Salk Institute. Anyway, that's it, guys. That's our episode. We that's uh, the smartest guy in the world whose name is Rusty Gag. The rest are truckers. <laughs> with 
ominous backgrounds. <laughs> Listen, Rusty, I'm just proud that you aren't like your papa and driving a truck cross country. That guy's doing important neuroscience work. <laughs> Rusty Gag. Rusty Gag is a neuroscientist down at the down at the institute. Um, <laughs> uh, where are you going to be this week? Where can where can they find you, Graham? Oh, I'm going to be uh, happy to be back back home in New York City for the next two weeks, and then I'm going to be in um, Calgary and Edmonton the last two weeks of. Um, January. That's the month. Yep, January. So, come hang out uh, in Alberta, and then I'm going to be in Seattle, guys. And uh, come check me out in Seattle. Go to comedybythegram.com for show dates. And I'm also at Instagram K on Instagram and Mr. Graham K on Twitter. Did it. Boom. That's great. Uh, I'm going to be a uh East Coast for a little bit, and then you can catch me in Dallas, Texas at Hyenas, April, uh, sorry, January 31st, and then the 1st and 2nd of February, and then um, you, I have a Australia tour coming up, keep, uh, keep, if you're in Australia, I'll be in Perth, March 13th through 16th, then Tasmania at the Tasmania Comedy Festival, the 18th through the 23rd, and then in Sydney, 24th. Wow. Through April 3rd, Willangong, Sydney, and a couple of the other places around Sydney. If you're in Australia, come say hi. I think I've got a Melbourne date, too, coming up. Nice. Uh, as always, find me on Instagram, Kirksmith Comedy, and Patreon. We appreciate your support, guys, more than you know. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Autastic to donate. You can donate a dollar an episode. You can donate five bucks, some... You still there, Graham? Guys, I think we lost Graham. I think he's on a boat, and we lost him. Have a great week, guys. You can do it. <laughs>